0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 5 of the podcast, my name is Naomi, and I usually talk about spirituality, entrepreneurship, personal development, that kind of thing, that's really my jam, that's really why I feel like i have put here on earth and part of my soul mission, and today I want to talk about self-care, it's something that we all like dance around, something that we all say we do and don't do it, and I say we knowing that I make bath salts and I very <laughs> rarely use them. <laughs> mostly because they're intentional. I, the ones that I've made, they bring up issues with love. They bring up issues with willpower and that kind of thing. So they're for the solar plexus and this, um, sacral chakra. And the last time that I used them, the first time that I used them specifically, I felt some things come up for me. And I think Sub, like subconsciously I'm still kind of processing those things, but it's probably a good idea that I use them again because I want to unpack some more stuff that's come up for me lately. My, w- one of the conversations that I was having with one of my friends was about um, me going after people that are unavailable or like subconsciously people that come into my life are typically unavailable. And, but that plays into my story about love and how I perceive I, um, deserve love I guess so there's there's stuff to unpack there for sure and I think that taking baths is going to be a good way to do that <laughs> because it's an inherently like a feminine thing and inherently like a self-care ritual is to take a bath and to sit with yourself and be with your thoughts and feelings and kind of unpack your day your life just things you're going through um, but more importantly like with self-care there comes personal development and I don't think that they're inherently the same thing. Uh, kind of, but not really. Um, so for me, personal development has been about identifying the areas of my life where I can improve. <laughs> so I tend to read a lot of books. I'm a writer, I'm a avid reader. I tend to read a, a lot of books. I think the first book that really started or I guess really propelled me on my self-care and my personal development journey was The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I don't have it in front of me, but I do have it. And, um, they, The Four Agreements basically are be impeccable with your word, always try your best, don't take things personally, and don't make assumptions. And those have, like, really, really resonated with me and helped me throughout life just in general not even on my spiritual journey just like in general because if you if you think about the amount of times that you take things personally and you make assumptions you don't know if shit is correct at all you could just be going off of nothing (laughs) and or overreacting It's incredible. Like, you can get yourself into some sticky situations by making assumptions and taking things personally. I know I have. And I've grown from those lessons. And it's not like, of course, not something that's super easy where you can like, well, I'm not going to make this assumption. (laughs) But the more you practice it, the more you practice anything, the better you get at it. So, yeah, I, I think that working on yourself in accordance to the world, like, around you, but also, more importantly, within you, is, like, very important to how you like view things going on within the world. Like if you check in with yourself, you take that time to be with yourself, however you like, if you wanna meditate or whatever, or just whatever you you find is more comfortable for you. However you do that, like if you don't do that, you can very easily get caught up in like societal traumas. I feel like there's a lot going on in the planet, a lot going on in the world and society and a lot of dark, heavy things. And I'm not saying that you should ignore those things by any means, but there comes a point where you have to set a boundary between those things and yourself. Because if you take on every single little thing that happens, every bad or good thing even, like, it's always going to feel a part of you. So on the opposite end, if you take in every good thing that happens around you, or, or, yeah, it's like when those bad things happen, you feel very floored. You feel very, like, low energy, low vibe, and like, Why is this happening? (laughs) So yeah, it's just important to realize what's not actually of you. But again, not to ignore things going on around you. You can do whatever you want, but this is just something that's helped me personally. Um, And I feel like that's the the best way to like help those around you is by helping yourself first and foremost, because you know you can't give what you don't have. (laughs) You can't like pour from an empty cup and I've done this a lot last year on my early journey I did it a lot trying to I guess quote unquote fix people or save people um and not realizing hey bitch they don't need they don't need that let them do their own shit let their let them go on their own journey let them be their own people and I I wasn't having any of it (laughs) it took a lot of soulmates like coming in out of my life for me to um to get to a better place and like learn those lessons, and I'm glad that they all happened. Uh, and yeah, I wouldn't take I wouldn't take any of them back because you, like when you're challenged, when you go through hardships, that's when you can grow. You don't really grow when everything is hunky dory and sunshines and rainbows. Like, yeah, it's nice to have those that be like a consistent thing, but you can't grow from those places. You can't like get to the next level and transition necessarily. So. I welcome challenge, <laughs> I welcome hardships, you know, I say that, and then as soon as something hard happens, I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore, but <laughs> it's very, very necessary, I wouldn't be in this place where I am right now without the, the hardships I had in January, February, like, this, of this year, like, they were, they're very deep, and um, I went, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I guess I'm here now, um, previously, I had talked with um one of my oldest friends about well two of them but this situation one of my oldest friends um is on the spectrum and this wasn't related but we were talking about like ADHD and some other other mental health things and um this was what this was last year and I think I came from from a place of trying to help and with the information that I had trying to like like, if you don't know epigenetics is a thing, and not, not, <laughs> we're not talking about, um, uh, what is it, eugenics, we're not talking about that, we're talking about epi- epigenetics, um, and that's something of, something totally different, it's like basically, um, realizing that you don't uh, actually inherit diseases or things of that nature, um, like diabetes and whatever, from, uh, family, um, but rather, like if you think that you do, then you will likely inherit them. <laughs> it's actually really kind of cool. Um, but yeah, no. What I was telling them was like very rude and um, ignorant on my on my part about um, just like not identifying with um, anxiety or this at the third. And while I think there's some truth there, I don't think that it's not it's not for me to say. But I, I've just come across information that has helped, not necessarily to ignore that part of yourself by any means, but to find ways that can like, help you rewrite um, if you feel like that's something that's a negative in your life. Um, finding ways to like put more of your energy, um, to refocus more of your energy into into something, things that you're passionate about. Like my friend is a painter. They're artists, so they... They're creating a lot of art lately, a lot of really good art, and I'm really excited for them. And I think that, I haven't told them this, but I feel like that them focusing on that and putting more of their masculine energy into into doing that stuff has helped them um, get to um, a more fo- focused place, I would say. But yeah, I, I, I had a conversation with them recently where I apologized about uh, my behavior <laughs> and they really appreciated it, but we, um, yeah, we were, we're gonna, she's also gonna read, uh, Divergent Mind by Janara Nirenberg, and we're gonna talk about, um, some things on the spectrum, because I also, like, talked with a friend of mine recently about, um, uh, myself being on the spectrum, There was something that, I think I mentioned it before, um, that I thought, and speculated that I was on the on the autistic spectrum or just neurodivergent spectrum at the time I didn't know what neurodivergent meant um I was only thinking autistic specifically and the people that I was asking in my life were male and they and it presents that kind of sensitivity presents differently in women than it does in, in men a lot of the time and they were like yeah no you're definitely not and one of them was actually autistic um So, and he just didn't, he didn't know. And I, I have a lot of markers for being on uh, on the spectrum (laughs) and I think it's pretty cool. And I'm learning more about it through, um, divergent or sorry, no, it is divergent mind by Janara Nirenberg and, uh, some of the friends that I have that are on the spectrum. And I I think it's just really interesting stuff because society likes to paint it as this, um, I don't want to say disease but like like it's a negative thing or something that like holds you back and i'm sure there are cases where that may be a thing but for the most part like it's just really fucking cool like you could be you can have like these superpowers in my opinion <laughs> um things that are like personality traits rather than like a dis quote unquote disability and they're in in um certain phrases that we have to do away with as a society to move forward, because um, there's a split between being uh, neurotypical and neurodivergent. And I think a lot of people don't realize that they're actually neurodivergent, and and especially women later on in life, because it just presents so differently. And for me, a lot of the things that I saw in the book that I really resonated with were things that I had already associated with being an introvert and and, um, being like intuitive in my spiritual journey, I should I didn't, I wasn't planning on going here, so I didn't, I don't have the notes in front of me, um, but maybe I'll talk about it in a different episode, but yeah, I think it's just really cool, um, that, the crossover there, being sensitive and intuitive and all that, and, and yeah, though, <laughs> that's my little take on that, but yeah, so, like, again, the point is, you know, you can't give others what you don't have, so it's, it's very crucial to your, like, trajectory and self-development for you to work on yourself like and that takes being (laughs) alone i'm sorry for you extroverts out there (laughs) you likely probably you probably didn't click on this podcast if you're extrovert not that you can't but i I feel like subconsciously i'm i introverts are drawn to me and vice versa but yeah you you have to spend time with yourself by yourself (laughs) um that bird was really agreeing with me just now thank you (laughs) <laughs> you have to spend time with yourself and by yourself to work on yourself <laughs> you, you can't do it around people constantly other people's faces under their butts and whatever like you know you just you have to make time to read things that are going to challenge you uh, mentally emotionally and like spiritually if you so choose is up to you um but yeah things that do things that challenge you, read things that challenge you, watch things that challenge you, listen to things that challenge you. That's the only way you're going to grow because if you, if you, if you're staying stagnant, there's a, there's an issue. You're not a, you're not, not going to be happy. You're not like in alignment with like what you, what you're here to actually do. And it doesn't have to be like this. I say soul mission and soul purpose. And I, I don't like necessarily think that, um, everybody like, if you're not spiritual, if that doesn't resonate with you, then you're not not likely going to believe that you have a soul mission or a soul purpose, <laughs> which is fine. But you still have a purpose. You still have a purpose. And you have, you're have you here to do things. You're here to accomplish things um, and to add to things in a way that benefits you and those around you. Um, and if you don't necessarily know what those things are, that's fine. But, you know, it it, it takes time with yourself to figure those things out. And more often than not, there are things that you're really passionate about. Like, I'm passionate about writing. I'm passionate about creating, I guess, overall. Uh, th- my business stuff, doing oracle, reading, writing. Those are the things that I'm passionate about. Like, And mo- more importantly, like just like, I don't want to say helping people, but like guiding people more or less on the path that they're meant to be. It doesn't have to be a spiritual path. Just like nudging them. <laughs> to get to where they should go, because a lot of people have self-doubt, they have more doubt than they can, like, even realize and fathom, and that is the the biggest hindrance, I think, for a lot of people, is not believing that they can do the things in life that they want to do, so, yeah, I feel like, and I'm still working through my stuff, so it's not like, you know, I'm a guru or anything, but I do very much feel like I'm here to like to do this, and I, I feel like I've done this with like my immediate circle in small ways, and that trickles out. I feel like I, I'm very much a person that will challenge someone, especially if I love them. I'll challenge them, I'll encourage them, and uh, it just it'll just be like this continuous thing. And <laughs> if someone tells me to stop, then I'll stop. But <laughs> and and it can be this it could be kind of jarring. I think for a lot of people that aren't used to it. Um and you know, that, that goes back to boundaries, but I guess I never talked about boundaries, but yeah, it's, it's really important when, when you bring up something like, uh, self-care and personal development to have boundaries be a thing. If you don't know, (laughs) like, you just need to set them. Um, I actually got a boundaries card. No, I got two earlier when I did my own, own oracle reading and I realized there are areas in my life that I I need to have better boundaries. (laughs) And it can, it can be hard when you like, when, for someone like me that wants to push people just to do, to do better and to believe in themselves, because a lot of people aren't, are, aren't there yet or in the same spot that I am. So it can be like, I am overstepping. So that's something that I'm trying to get better at. Yeah. And it's like, I guess for self-care, I just want to say like, we have to work on treating our bodies better and that like, self-care and soul care those are like my biggest things i feel like you just have to treat yourself better like you have to realize that you need rest you have to realize that you need to play and create and have fun not like be so serious all the time like yeah things are things happen when there's tension and whatnot but like (laughs) it doesn't have to be that always like you have to balance um and it's like your body is your tool like you're in it every fucking day like if you mistreat it it's going to mistreat you back. (laughs) Some things, things are just going to crop up. Like, you know, how how can you expect to be balanced if you don't take care of your body? If you're overworking yourself, like things are just going to fall through the cracks. Um, so I feel like some examples, I've read down some, (laughs) I think that, uh, cleaning your house in your area and cleansing your house in your area, um, specifically can help a lot, like spring cleaning and all that. Like, De- just de- decluttering helps because when you, A, you're cleaning, but, like, you're removing things that no longer serve you and making room for new things uh, potentially to come in that do serve you. So those that that's something that can really help. And I, I specified cleansing as well because, um, like, energy-wise, you can, like, get some Palo Santo, some sage, um, some mugwort or anything like that burn it and make sure there's a window open so that any stuck s- stagnant or negative energy can like remove itself from your space. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a fun way to do. it Resting is important. <laughs> and I I say that I work nighttime and so my sleep schedule is, p- is pretty shit. Um <laughs> I typically take a few like two, maybe three naps sometimes, but they're usually like an hour, an hour and a half. On a good day, I get like a three-hour nap before I go into work, but not usually, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, resting is really important, and on the days that I'm off, I, I sleep a decent amount, <laughs> I sleep a decent amount, and I allow that to be okay, because on the days that I'm actually working, I get a decent amount done during the week, and I'm usually off on the weekends, or well, always off on the weekends, my, my schedule is pretty set, so I get to catch up on sleep. I sleep regular hours on those days. And for both of those days, I I've noticed that I don't even me- remember falling asleep. I, <laughs> when I wake up, I was like, Oh wait, am I on earth? Like what, what day is it? And those, those are the best, like, cause you know, you really needed it. You know, you really needed it. And I think those are signs to just make it a priority to rest more just in general, creating, like just <laughs> doing things that you're passionate about. Just, just obviously they help you, they like to be happier and feel like you're in alignment with what you're doing and what you want to do and how that helps and like adds value to others in some way. Like if you're an artist of any kind, like you're adding value to people by creating because you're expressing yourself. And ideally, even if you don't like realize that there's a message behind the things that you create and they add value to people they really, they add value to people. Even if it's just like a little cat and moon um, painting on a tray, it adds value to people. And I say that because my one of my good friends <laughs> did that for me. And they might not realize it, but yeah, it adds value because I, I see it on my um, little altar in my room, and it, it makes me realize, realize that I supported my friend in their endeavors and that um, they're creating and... I'm surrounded with people that are creative, and it's, I don't know, it's just, it's helping me to be creative and realize, okay, this person did this thing, and it's in front of me now, so, yeah, you could do this thing as well, maybe not the specific thing, but (laughs) it's just, it's just, it helps me, I like to be surrounded by art, I've, I've realized lately, um, it's just a creation and self-expression thing, so yeah you you're, you can't attract what you're not so <laughs> kudos to me for being creative no um, <laughs> so meditating and finding stillness um they don't have to be the same thing but usually for me they they are i like to sit in nature i like to meditate um and i distinguish between two because i feel like when i'm actually sitting like my legs crossed and like the lotus position um that i am <laughs> and my hands are in the mudras i i feel like I'm in a better spot to connect with myself, my higher self and source energy in the universe and nature and my soul. And just like to, s- to like think about things, to observe my thoughts and feelings and, and um, see where I want to go, tell myself where I want to go and to not judge the things that are there that I'm struggling with. But like, I guess um, just observe them and see what lessons I can learn from the hardships that I'm going through and I, I make it a habit to tell myself you're exactly where you need to be to get to where you're going, because uh, I I very much believe in divine like timing and things playing out as they should. And I I know that could be hard for people that have gone through really traumatic things to believe that it happened for you. Uh, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. I apologize. I'm getting stuffy because I have allergies and the pollen is thick out here, girl. Um, but yeah, nobody wants to hear that. So I get that. But for me, I, I haven't gone through those things or, I re, or rather I don't identify with my trauma as much. Um, and for a lot of people, they, they still need to like hold on to that for things that they're going through. And I don't, I don't blame them for anything. Like, you know, you have to, if it resonates with you to, to still be a part of a group um, for reasons like um, helping someone and to voice to voice yourself, very much do that because you're there for a reason. Or, sorry, not, mm, let's rephrase that. <laughs> you're there to share your voice um, and add to the dialogue so other people know that they're not alone and so that maybe they feel encouraged to do the same. And I don't know. I, I try to put positive spins on things, and <laughs> sometimes that gets me in trouble. Hopefully it didn't just now. <laughs> Hopefully nobody's going to cancel me. Um, so, yeah, connecting to nature, like, meditating and finding stillness, for me, those are all the same things, basically, but there are times where I just sit on my back porch, n- not necessarily in a meditative state, and I just, like, observe nature. I just, like, chill with, chill with that bitch. I, I'll watch the weeping willow tree in my backyard, like, sway, the grass sway. i watch the sunlight reflect on, like, the grass and leaves and... The flowers in my yard and listen to the birds i know y'all can hear these birds they're loud they want <laughs> they want to be heard and it's really calming for me i find a lot of stillness and just sitting back here and being with my thoughts and uh just just doing that for a, a substantial amount of time which is another reason that i chose to work nights along with like other reasons but <laughs> i have the freedom in the daytime to come out here and do this whereas um if I had, like, a standard job, I wouldn't be able to do that as much, and it was something I realized last year in quarantine. I was at a commission, I wasn't at a commission, but, like, I was out of a job for, um, from, like, March to November. It was a long fucking time, and and I learned a lot about myself during that time, and I realized that I needed to be outside, and especially when it's sunny, because I have, like, a really strong uh, connection to the sun. Um, so I need, I need to get sunlight. I need to see it. I need to see it reflected in the grass. I need to feel it. I need to be in it, be it, you know? So that's, that's, that's my take. And I also journaling is, I feel like is another thing that it is clumped with self care, but journaling isn't something that I feel like I do a lot as a writer, which is really odd. Um, <laughs> uh, or a lot of people, I don't know, cause maybe it's that, you know, when you're creating that is a, a version of journaling without putting words on a paper about your actual thoughts, but just, I don't know, they come out in some sort of way, if that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I do have a quote. <laughs> I, I just, I'm realizing that I did not say who this quote was from. I'll have to find it, um, but I'm just going to say it anyway. So self-care is going through the world the best you, you can instead of um, what's left of you. Is that right? Can I read my own ha- handwriting? No, I cannot read my own handwriting. <laughs> this this makes sense. It says self care is giving the world the best of you, instead of what's left of you. Claps, bitch. Claps because you you like I said earlier you can't give what you don't have, so like you have to work on yourself. It's imperative that you work on yourself before you try to help anyone else. But Butterfly. It was a monarch. I'm actually like terrified of butterflies. <laughs> I think it's a past life thing. That's what I would have been saying. <laughs> um, it did not hurt me or harm me, which is good. <laughs> but it, it flew by. Um, yeah, so like water your own garden. I got a card in my oracle my starseed duck, um, earlier today. Like, 40 minutes ago, maybe that said, and I just saw another tiny butterfly. Um, I got distracted. So yeah, like, I got the water your garden card in my starseed Oracle deck. And there was a qu- I wrote a quote, hopefully I can read it. Because <laughs> um, I think it's gonna resonate with some people. So the quote says, your body is the only body you're given, and it needs to be respected as such. You're being called to take responsibility for your well-being, to put your health and body first. I know it can feel like time is running out, but if you keep pushing yourself, um, soon uh, fatigue will set in. Yeah, and that's and this is um, the Rebecca Campbell deck, and the artwork is by Danielle Noel. And I have um, their other Let worker deck. Uh, but yeah, so I. I <laughs> I feel like that just resonates, it resonated with me a lot, because I've been someone that, especially last year, uh, when I was out of a job, I was writing a lot, and I was pushing myself, I was writing about 10 to 15 plus pages a day, for for like a month straight, and it didn't feel out of alignment necessarily, but reflecting on it, I knew that I was, because I was pushing myself to meet these standards every day. But at the same time, I was in a flow state. I was in a flow state with being creative, and and it's it was for the book that um, my fourth book now. At the time, it was my second book, but yeah, it's for my fourth book that I have now. In my seri- my book series, um, and I was so excited to get there. <laughs> that it was it was also that I wanted to get it on the page. I wanted to like experience it, and but yeah, reflecting on that time, I was very much in my masculine energy and like doing and taking action. But I, and as a result, I was like wounding my feminine energy, my feminine side, because I wasn't resting and I wasn't allowing myself to get proper rest. And uh, that's been something that I've been like really conscious of moving forward with my business things. And uh, just like how I go about things in life. Like i'll if i feel myself getting too masculine i'll pull back to my feminine side and when i feel myself getting like too much of my feminine like where i'm like not doing enough or i'm just relaxing too much to the point where i'm not getting things done then i'll go back and yeah it's like a, it's a balanced thing like it's i don't think a lot of people are very balanced which is fine like that's what we're here to do we're here to experience and learn and grow um But yeah, it's, it's one of those is, I feel like being balanced is just really necessary because people tend to try to push away, um, a feminine or masculine energy or side of themselves because they think that it's associated with gender (laughs) and it's not, it really isn't. And it's just literally being masculine is taking action and moving forward and progressing, being the, the caregiver, so to speak, and being, and your feminine energy is relaxing, uh, creating, playing, resting, having fun, being being, being intuitive, um, being nurturing and loving. So yeah, there's, there's two sides to every coin. Uh, oh, <laughs> actually, I really like that. <laughs> there's two sides to every coin. You can't just be one side and expect um, your payment to go through, bitch. Like, nuggets of wisdom, nuggets of wisdom, but that's all I have for you guys today, Um, if you don't know, I do oracle readings, I'm still in the process of, like, kind of finding a setup that works for me, um, as far as, like, having an official schedule for people to book with, because I've had issues in the past of people being, like, oh yeah, I'll, let's do it this time, or uh, no, can we do it this time, or that time, and, and that goes on for like a week or two, and I'm like, hey, this is just draining me to, to not have a set schedule, and it's unprofessional, um, on my part, and, um, immature on their part, I feel like, yeah, things come up, but come on, <laughs> but yeah, I do oracle readings, um, you can go to my website at, uh, livingbrightlyllc.com for, some nuggets of wisdom, I guess. Maybe <laughs> I do have things up on my shop, such as bath salts, um, wire wrapped stone pendants. I do when I get to crystals eventually, but at the moment I'm just I just do stone pendants, and they don't have I say I specify pendants because they don't have a necklace um, thingy, uh, whatever they're called. <laughs> There's also um, some nose cuffs on there. I I do eventually want to get some Palo Santo bundles um, going. I want to. I have a wood burning kit that I wanted. I've been playing with last year, and I want to like see if I can do some designs in them. I don't know how that's going to go though, because I don't really have a lot of control over over the 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 wood burning tool. And Palo Santo is very different wood than what I've been practicing on. I've been practicing on like. Pieces of plywood on my back porch. So yeah, they're very different. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's things coming that I, uh, from my shop that I'm excited about. And uh, yeah, you can follow me on my business Instagram, at Living Brightly LLC, and my personal Instagram is Well Goes Naomi. Uh, reach out if you have any questions, concerns, or anything you want to add to the d- the dialogue or topics that you want me to discuss, and. I will get hit you back. And y'all have a beautiful day. Bye.